0: does someone have to be where you live to buy alcohol? How old does someone have to be where you live to vote? How old does someone have to be to fight for your country, be imprisoned with an adult population, move out and be responsible for themselves? This is Speaking of Teens, the podcast that helps parents struggling to find peace and connection with their teens. My name is Ann Coleman. I'm an attorney turned parent educator and a mom who has been there. And I'm on a mission to help you build a stronger relationship and decrease the conflict with your kid so you can help them grow into the young adult they're meant to be. Thank you for being here for our weekly bonus episode. If you're tuning in for the first time today, we do two episodes a week. On Tuesdays, I take a deep dive into a single topic, and Friday's episode is just a quick take on something either that is bothering me or that I've been thinking about or something that I've read lately. All of it of interest to you, I hope, as the parent of a teen or tween. So who decides how old someone needs to be to do certain things? mostly it's a governmental or organizational body. In some cases, it may be at a national or federal level, or in others, it could be a regional or local thing. But it's going to generally be someone who has either been voted into or appointed into some sort of powerful position that determines how old someone needs to be to do something. Are the people who are making these decisions experts in this thing they're deciding? Are they experts, say, in psychology or neurobiology or developmental science, anything like that? Nope, they're not. Do they solicit advice from experts in those fields? Maybe, sometimes, but it's not likely. So, upon what basis do they decide these things? I'll give you an example. During World War II, the U.S. needed more soldiers as it got more involved in the war effort. So President Roosevelt lowered the age from 21 to 18 to be drafted into the military, forced to fight. U.S. citizens were pissed. The slogan became, old enough to fight, old enough to vote. But the law remained the same, that you had to be 21 to vote. The next thing you know, it's 1965, and the Vietnam War is raging, and thousands of 18-year-olds across the U.S. were being drafted to fight and die for their country. And once again, that old slogan came out, old enough to fight, old enough to vote. By 1971, President Richard Nixon was signing the 26th Amendment to lower the voting age to 18. Old enough to fight, old enough to vote so upon what basis was the fighting and voting age determined pure politics now what age do most states in the us consider someone to have the legal rights and responsibilities of an adult yep 18 and who decides this state politicians and upon what basis do they decide age of majority as it's called well Because it's the age when the federal government says you're old enough to vote. Before 1971, voting age was 21, and the age of majority in most states was 21, but no more. So in the U.S. at least, most statutes, laws, regulations go with one of two ages to allow people to do most things, either 18 or 21. Want to know why some things are 21? Because the lawmakers in that state decided back before the voting age was dropped to 18 that, for example, if you were old enough to vote, you were old enough to drink alcohol. Of course, that was all changed in the U.S. in 1984 when President Reagan was pretty much forced by Mothers Against Drunk Drivers to raise the national drinking age to 21. Why just 21? Likely because they knew they had a chance to get it up to that age based on our history. If they'd gone for anything higher, it probably wouldn't have happened. So why did I just give you that whole history lesson? Because there are so many people, parents out there, who for some reason buy into this whole completely arbitrary notion that adolescents suddenly turn into adults when they turn 18. It's ludicrous. It's totally nonsensical and I just want to set the record straight in my own little corner of the universe. Let me tell you in what context I hear and see this discussed. Just today I saw a parent ask whether she should let her 17 year old son go camping with a handful of his 17 year old buddies off alone in the woods with no parents by the water with the probability of alcohol being involved. Of course, she said they were all responsible boys and everyone agreed that there would be no water sports if they were drinking. Well, I mean, you know, if they pinky swear. And I believe there were almost a 100 comments on this question from other moms, the resounding majority of whom said, absolutely, let him go. Want to know the reason cited by many of those moms? He's almost an adult. He's 17. He's almost 18. So he's almost an adult. Now, I'm not saying this mom shouldn't let her son go camping with his best buds alone. It likely depends on the kids and exactly where they're going and is there cell phone coverage. I think you might have several factors to consider, but you know, probably okay, whatever. But the fact that 18 is the legal age of majority is absolutely not one of the factors that I think should be considered. A teenager does not become an adult tomorrow because they're starting their 19th year on earth. I literally have a bathrobe that's older than that. And if you haven't gotten a lesson on the teenage brain yet, go back and listen to episodes 62 and 63. The brain is absolutely not up to snuff until at least the mid to late 20s, and for people with ADHD, add about three years to that. Of course, we didn't know all of this about the adolescent brain until about 1999, when the research made it possible to actually see the brain still wiring neural pathways in an fMRI. Now that we know this, how can anyone say that by age 18, an adolescent is actually an adult? It's simply bogus information. No one should have it in their head that an adolescent, a teenager of 18 is an adult. They're no more an adult at 18 than they are at 16. Perhaps a bit more mature, but not by a lot. And another thing I've heard a lot in these online groups is, my daughter just turned 18, but she's still living at home. What does everyone do about rent? and food, and chores? Like, how do I know how much rent to charge? What? Seriously, you've got to be kidding. I have seen this over and over and over. My kid's 18, or my kid's turning 18. They're working, they're going to community college, whatever, they have a part-time job, or maybe they're still in high school. They live at home. What should they pay in rent? Should they buy their own groceries, etc.? What is going on here? I know that financially for many families, it would be great if their kid could pitch in. That's one thing. But asking them to do so just because they're a certain age makes no sense at all, especially if that age is 18 or even 19. Bottom line, chronological age does not make you an adult. Perhaps the brain being fully finished makes you an adult, but maybe not. How old is Kanye West? Anyway, that's it for Speaking of Teens Today. You can find my sources right there in the description where you're listening. If you got something out of today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. And do come join us in the Facebook group. Scroll all the way down to the bottom and just click the link. Speaking of Teens is sponsored by NeuroGility.com, where I help parents build stronger relationships and decrease conflict with their teens. Our producer and editor is Steve Coleman, researched, written, and hosted by me, Ann Coleman. See you next time.